0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another Fight Site interview. Today, uh, you might know him from the previous interview. You might know him from the fact that he's kind of an all-around uh, Chad on uh, Twitter, and he's just the man. You know, he's also was a ranked flyweight, and kind of really good at the whole fighting thing. We got Sam McCoskey again. What's up? Uh, it's really late, and we're both talking, so I'm happy. <laughs> um, Anyway, before we start, obviously, make sure you go check out TheFightSite.com. Amazing articles, amazing content. Uh, check us out on Patreon. Support us. It really does help us. You get access to the Discord. You get access to a bunch of other exclusive content you wouldn't normally. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that bell, which actually notifies you when you get, when a new video is posted. So you'll never miss a video. You'll never miss an interview. You'll never miss a podcast. Uh, like on the video. It really does help. Comment on the video. It really does help share it with your friends make sure you subscribe on apple stitcher and spotify leave a five-star rating also really helps uh also make sure you check out hyperbrandfly.com uh at the bottom of the fight site website you'll see a link we get uh 10 of anything that you buy so it really does help us a lot when you do that also uh any links that we share please check it out there jujitsu their jujitsu gear, gi and no gi stuff is really great, and their lifestyle brand, sweatpants, sweatshirts, all that good stuff. Check it out. Really would appreciate it. That's up all. all right, let's talk about something that's actually really, really important and something that is getting a lot of attention. Uh, fighter pay, unions, all these th- these topics. We briefly discussed it on the first interview we did, but I uh, kind of, you know, you you mentioned to me that you had your own stories about a name that's not brought up as much. So. Let's talk about that, first of all. Uh, what are your, what, what your experiences with, I guess, matchmakers to start? And we can kind of touch base and go from there.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I mean we're probably going to be mostly criticizing the UFC here, but I don't think they are really isolated. They're just the top of the pyramid and should be doing the best for fighters. And it's kind of standard procedure, if you ask me. But, I mean, I've had a couple of different experiences where, you know, the promotions I was fighting for just kind of flexed their muscle. And, like, we're at the I'm – at, I'm at their win, basically. So, it was like uh, – the first one was – so, I just lost the title in Bellator to Eduardo Dantes. And so, they already have – the way at that time they were doing the tournament structure – and then, so I won the first tournament. I became the champion. And then I basically had to wait to defend my title till someone else won the next tournament. And they gave, you, they gave me a couple fights in the meantime. Two fights while the other guy fought. The challenger fought three times throughout the tournament. Lost to Dantes. And then that was the only fight I had that year. I lost, so I didn't make my win bonus. And uh, that was, like, April. And it was coming up towards the end of the year. It's, like, October, November. So I'm, like, and I haven't heard any offers or any, like, hey, we're thinking about putting you on a card here or there. Uh, and so, like, I I had my manager, me and my manager, like, proactively asked them, like, hey, are you planning on putting us on a card this year? Because this is my full-time job now, and I've only fought once, and I didn't win, so I'm kind of, like, what, 15 grand for the year if I if I, if I don't get another fight. And the way I had my pay structured in that was, like, if I won the title, I was going to be at a certain tier of money, and then if I lo- if I lost... I dropped down. So my money went down. So my so I was making fifteen and fifteen at the time, and I was tra- and then I dropped down to nine and nine based on uh, n- n- not defending the title. So then so I'm asking for another fight in December or whenever. And they say we're kind of booked, but we do have a show in Atlantic City, which is close to where I was living in Philly, and we can put you on the card, but Our budget's kind of running low, so we can't pay you what your contract says. So you don't have to take this fight, but if you need to take a fight, we'll pay you seven and seven. And I'm like, I really don't have a choice. Like, I'm gonna either have to go get a a different job or take this fight. I took the fight for 2000, 2000, less than I was supposed to in my contract, but I agreed to those terms because I didn't really have a choice. I lost a split decision to Anthony Leone. I was, that was, so I went 6 and 0, won the tournament, uh, had two non title defenses, lost the title to Eduardo Dantes, who's one of the best Beltor guys that's been for, for years and years, and then lost a split decision to Leone, who ended up fighting for the title shortly after. And then they released me on like two days after Christmas or something. And I was like, <laughs> it's ridiculous.
0: How kind of them to wait till after Christmas.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, they just kind of put you in these positions where you're, you're in de- you're in a desperate spot, and they're not they're not even playing by the rules we agreed to. They're like, oh, you're desperate. I'm gonna take advantage of this. Here we go. Um, so that was the that was so, and I had a great great relationship with Bellator up until that that, that point. Uh, right. So, and then they released me kind of out of nowhere. I was expecting to be in the next tournament to you know if I win that tournament, I get another shot at the title, whatever. So, uh, I took a huge pay cut. Drop. That's when I dropped the flyweight because flyweight wasn't available in Bellator. Had a handful of fights for very little money outside. Won the RFA title. Then I got signed to the UFC on ten days' notice to fight Jorgensen.
0: I remember uh, that fight. That was a great fight. For what? For people who don't know, go watch that fight. That was a, that was awesome.
1: One of my favorites. But but. Uh, so I so I took that fight, one won in a, in an exciting fight. So after the fight, we are like at the hotel lobby bar hanging out. I'm like ecstatic. Like my goal was to like make it to the UFC. College wrestling, I didn't never made it to the NCAA Division I national tournament. I was one match away two years in a row, missed it, and then so I was kind of like, I just want to make it to the UFC. That was like one of my primary goals. So I finally got in. I want to be the guy who I've been watching forever, who was ranked top 10. I was thrilled. So we're at the bar, and Sean is the matchmaker for the Flyweights at the time. And he's like, I mean, everyone's drinking, so we're feeling loose. And he's like, man, great fight. Thank you so much for, uh, you know, taking it on short notice. He's really amazing. You look great. He's like, I can't make you any promises. But, you know, if there's, if there's any opponents that you would potentially be interested in being matched up with, let me know. Again, I'm not making you promises, but... You know, you can throw them out there. It can't hurt. So I'm like, all right, cool. That's awesome, Sean. Thank you so much. So me and my manager discuss it over the next week. And, uh, you know, we're like, hey, here's here's a couple names we were thinking about after we talked. And I don't know if he was, like, drinking too much and didn't remember the conversation or if he's just – but he wrote back, uh, you'll fight who I say when I say, period. <laughs> and I'm like, uh- <laughs> you, you asked. You asked us.
0: <laughs> Oh my God! Okay. Sorry. Okay.
1: So then, shortly after that, uh, uh, they gave me another offer to fight. Actually, one of the guys that I of the names I gave Josh Sampo. and um, it was it was pretty close though. It was like seven weeks after seven weeks after that fight, or maybe like there was like a one week break, and they called me. It was seven weeks from there, and I had just. So I just did a, like, really long training camp for my RFA fight. It was a high-altitude five-round fight, so I trained a long time for that. And then I had the UFC the UFC debut three weeks to the day after that fight. And now mm-hmm. they're offering me another fight in seven weeks, which is great. But I'm like, you know, hey, I, I love the matchup. Like, is there any way we could just push it back a couple weeks or a month to the next month's card or whatever? Just because, you know, I've right. been, like, training nonstop and, like, my body's a little beat up and, you know. And he's like, he's like, you don't have to take it. He's like, but if you don't, we'll put you, uh, we'll put you in on an undercard in a on a Brazil against a Brazilian in Brazil on Fuel TV. And I was Jesus. like, and I'm like, all right, man. Like, it was just I just asked, like, fine, I'll take the fight. You know, like, so they just they just flex and show you you have no you have no negotiating power here. And I was I'm on the minimum contract. What am I gonna do? Like, I, there's a million guys waiting to take my spot if I cause too much trouble. So you're really at their whim, and that's kind of the problem in general.
0: Right. It's Jesus. Okay, so there's a I lot... Think, I
1: don't think that was anything, like, super egregious. They're just, like, showing you, you
0: know. It's such a, it's such uncharted. a, like, it's such a pull your, It Forgive the colorful language. It's a pull your dick out and slam it on the table move, where they're just, like, Just so you're aware, fuck you. (laughs) For no reason. Like you you said, you were like, I was just asking and also you told me. That's very odd. And it it kind of just fits in with the narrative of just like, there's no... They don't give a shit about you guys. At all. Which is true. Yeah,
1: They they, they play a ruthless game that's about business, and if we don't do the same thing back, we're going to get screwed forever. Which is that, I think... Just bringing more attention and discussing what, what options we have to like, collectively bargain or right. pass the Ali Act or whatever, whatever we can we could, we could do to enhance our ability to negotiate a, a better place for us. Uh, for sure, that's what we're trying to do. You know.
0: So it's it's interesting. So uh, before before I, I re- we really head off into to I guess a discussion of union or association or how we could do that. We, we do need it I mean, we got, everyone talks about the Ali Act, I guess, as the first step in a way. Um, a lot of people at least talk about it like that. Like, what do yeah. you think would be, what, what we know what the benefits are for at least the top level athletes of the LE Act, right? The top guys in boxing really, really do make a lot of money. Uh, but I think that some people ignored the, the flaws in the LE Act where people who are not necessarily at the top also kind of get screwed. Uh, is is the passing of the LE Act enough, at least for now, I guess, in your opinion?
1: Uh, I mean, I, I don't really understand exactly what the implications would be if it did. You know, I, I mean, I might I might have to ask more questions than I have sure. to answer to. But sure. uh, I'm not sure exactly how it would work, right? It was like... Originally, to ensure that for a while there was a variety of purposes, but essentially, so like the promoter couldn't be the manager and uh, you know Correct. have a conflict of interest where they're they can set up their fighters or just what, what whatever they're they're right. everything and can manipulate everyone to make make the most for them. So there was like some precautions put in for for the fighters so people couldn't do that. Right. But then I think there was all. There's also like I heard Chael talk about it at one point where it would mean like. See, I, this is what I mean. I don't know what the implications would be. Like, is this going to mean there's like a required, separate, independent body that that I does think the, does the rankings, and then there's
0: you that know, like, I think would be part of it, but. See, like, like, I don't think it. I'm mean, with the rankings. I think it's just it's it's the different organizations that do the rankings, right? Each of the WBC, WBO, IBA, uh, IBA for whatever it might be, and WBA. They all have their independent rankings, and kind of like that's where you get in like in trouble. Where like you have the WBC and the WB or, and the WBA both saying these are your number one de- uh, contenders, and they'll strip you if you don't fight. Like that's where you get to those. And that's kind of like some people detract and say, like, yeah, that's going to be issues. You're not going to be able to have everyone in one place. So the best don't really fight the best, but also fighters have no <laughs> no agency really. So, and
1: I it- think I, I think there's also like, given that like an independent body is has the title and they are doing the rankings, it ensures that the promoter just can't take the matchups they want. Like the UFC right. rankings, for example. Like you don't, they they can they can give anyone on that list a title that they want. The yep. rankings are essentially meaningless; they're just for public to debate about, right? Right. I mean, there's not really any implications to what the number next to your name is,
0: for sure. And, and any, that, that's part say. of the problem. Yeah. And also, the people who are making the rankings are completely. We the people have talked about who is on those lists, and it's really not good. Um. So. Unions and, and associations really are, are, are the real, I think, point. And I was talking to uh, Cosmo, uh, uh, Alexander, and he, he was saying that he thinks there's one problem with the He loves the idea of a union, right? And he's like, it would be great for fighters. But he said he personally experienced this also. And he says this is what he sees being the problem is that when you have people who, yeah, at the top, you're making a couple million. Like guys like Jones, guys like Mazdal, they can afford to sit out. You're making, like you said, you like were forced to take a fight for seven-seven, which was two less than you were supposed to get, because you just had no choice. And he said he sees that being a really big obstacle to a union. You're in camps. You're in, you, you know, you're training with fighters who are currently in the UFC too. I'm sure. And what's your gauge of that kind of thought process? Do you really think that would be a major obstacle and issue right off the bat?
1: Well. I mean I think one of the potential benefits from being able to collectively bargain is that we could maybe set like a minimum a minimum st- standard pay for sure for but sure. certainly but yeah it, it, I don't know I think there's plenty of benefits to getting together and and like using our our collective power to negotiate but I have no idea how everyone's going to come together because it's cutthroat everyone is going to climb over everyone and so like it, it's hard for like especially lower guys to try to push for more because you have no you have no chance we'll cut you and cut and bring in the next guy do you, oh,
0: you think right it would over. take like do you think it would take like uh, a a really what do you think of the idea of a really large camp just saying for, like from all their fighters going we're done you, we're, we are supporting a union and kind of, like, getting these large camps with these very highly ranked fighters, and that way you can kind of get a solid chunk of the raw, ro- at least the ranked roster, to kind of do that, like, as an idea. Is that something that... I'm not... <laughs> I am I'll, trying to. I'll, I'll, you, I, I'd be a willing video.
1: to watch and see how it plays out. I would hope I'd be rooting for them, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's what I mean. I don't know if it would work or not. I have no idea.
0: I distinctly remember AKA did something like that with um, with their with their image rights, in uh, yeah, with regard to the UFC video game, and they cut the whole AKA team for like a couple days or something like that. It was that. So that's what I'm saying. Like I don't know if it's if one camp would even be enough. Thing, one big camp like imagine like uh jackson wink or, or like uh eft or tristar for really like you know just the name's on your shirt i can see it so uh it would it's 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 kind of in a situation where everyone's kind of screwed so badly that having that ability is it really just going to come down it's probably just going to come down to like jones masvidal and a couple other like just big name fighters saying to the ufc that's probably what'll come down to, you know?
1: Yeah, but I, again, I don't know how. I don't know how that will benefit everyone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I certainly think it's gonna. The, sadly, I predict the way this is likely to end, to end is that these guys each individually get some better deals. Right. Everything else is business as usual, like it has been. Anytime someone is, you know, held out for a little more money. Or more, more ability to negotiate different terms of anything. You know? Right.
0: It's gonna have to go to. It's gonna have to go to like Congress, similar to the Ali Act. I don't think there's any other way. Because.
1: But like, like even the Ali Act, like so, in so in boxing, like uh, if a fight wants to get made, different promotions can like bid on, right, and like you can get different offers from different shows. But like we talked about this a little on Twitter. Uh, Like, there's no... No MMA promotions are making money except the UFC, right?
0: Right. I think you're right. Yeah, I remember that thread.
1: So who's going to bid? No no one... I mean...
0: (laughs) You basically have Bellator with Viacom backing them right now. You have one fighting championship who claims to have uh, 20 20 billion viewers or something like that, and an endless pool of money, supposedly, even though they're, like, really hurting for money. Uh, Yeah. PFL which is I have no idea who funds them. <laughs>
1: De- uh, all, all these shows definitely have to be losing huge amounts of money. Except for,
0: you're right, except for the UFC. That's that's that's
1: And I feel like I feel like Damn. another uh, another obstacle would be just somehow finding out how to make MMA profitable like globally.
0: Right. And,
1: and not just like a little bit above like a tiny bit of profit margin like a huge margin like UFC is huge fucking they're making hundreds of times more than any other show, right? It's like, it's like not absurd. even
0: close. The, I happen to have like put thought into it. Right now, I don't think there's any, any TV deals that will allow any, any organization to gain the notoriety or even come close to the UFC. The UFC is so well-established and so big, it's just not possible. The only way they're going to do it is free content, and they're going to lose money for a while. Like yeah. throw it on YouTube, partner with YouTube, get on YouTube as an official YouTube sports league, so they won't have any issues with advertising revenue. They won't have any issues with co- like like uh, uh, strikes against them for violence or whatever it is, or I don't know. Uh, and throw you set so a YouTube. You can make for make a YouTube sports leagues. Get your own basketball leagues. Well, yeah, just pitch it to them. I don't, I don't know if there's any other way, but. Um, because there's no other way to get your name out there. There's no other way to show the fighters and get as many views as possible. I don't know. I think you're right. Um, uh, going back to um, your time in the UFC, you were there actually from the shift from pre-Reebok to post-Reebok. Um, one, did that hurt you personally, financially? And two, if so, yes, no, how much or whatever? Like, And three, in your experience with other fighters. How badly were fighters generally hurt there?
1: Um, it, was, it didn't affect me too much uh, personally. Uh, I had already had five fights in the UFC when Reebok went into effect, so I started on the second tier. Mm-hmm. If I would have started at 2,500, which was like zero to five Zufa fights, 2,500 per fight, mm-hmm. I would have taken a little bit of a loss. But at five, I was like right around what I was getting on sponsors on my own. But I know people who were making way more sponsors, like, like guys like Elias Theodoro, who hustle and like, he, I think he was making significantly more than that on his own before they cut it out. And, and I know other people, too, who the, the guys who were like really hustling and really had like a lot of like solid local sponsors that they knew behind them seemed to be the guys that were making the most. Nobody was getting like deals with huge companies that they had no real relationship with. But if you hustled mm-hmm. and, like, support, like, represented local businesses and were friends with everyone in your area, like, you could bring in a lot of money and, and give them some publicity, and, uh, you know, that all changed. But personally, it didn't, it didn't really affect my paycheck, uh, but I know people who it did pretty significantly.
0: Yeah, Elias, I know, is a, is a huge hustler. I think that guy is everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like, I, I love I Elias. Great dude. Uh, he, he, I know he was making a movie or something like that. I saw the, that. Uh, I think.
1: Crack anymore? But it's done. I haven't. I haven't seen him in a while, so I don't know. I don't. Know I, what I, was.
0: He was. He was making a movie. I saw like it's. Uh, I forgot what the name of it was. I don't, I don't remember the name of it. I remember they were they were doing a GoFundMe and then they end up getting like a donor who like basically sponsored whatever the rest of it was. Uh, Sponsored by Pert Shampoo, which I only, oh, yeah. which I, was I sure, love. I was sure
1: when he got Pert Plus, yeah.
0: <laughs> I actually—that's how I got to. That's how I actually started talking to him because I just like responded. Like I remember using that when I was like ten years old, going to like summer camp. And we just started like talking, and then he was like, oh, "Fuck it, let's become friends." And he follows me. I'm like, first fighter to follow me—I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, I was like a kid then, so that was that was like. I remember just having that. I was like, okay. And then it's just sponsor after sponsor after sponsor for him. And that's important also because he's managed to keep those sponsors now also too. Like he's, keeps, he's got a ton of sponsors. Even while he was still in the UFC, he couldn't talk about them the week of the fight. Right. Um,
1: but he's, uh, like a, he's like a social media professional. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> we would make fun of him whenever he would come to <laughs> Star. Because like, you know, <laughs> like before training, everyone's warming up. He's like on the phone. Working after training, he's on the tre- treadmill jogging on the phone like every single day. We're like, this dude just, but it was working for him.
0: Hey, listen, he 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 set himself up. Can't can't argue with that. But, um, hey,
1: not everyone is like that. I don't think I could do that.
0: I was gonna say this is, uh, for you for someone like you, it's not really your personality so much. So that kind of like comes down to like, and if you really think about it, he's doing another job if yeah. you really like look at it, and he's. Forced to do this because the UFC just doesn't pay. And to illustrate that, we're going to take a look at the one of the fights that you had against, you know, two-time title challenger John Dodson. Where at UFC 187, you got 19 to show and John ja Dodson got 20 to show. Mind you, you were at the time 3-1 and one in the UFC, with your only loss being to Formiga, who was the number one ranked flyweight before coming to the UFC. Ranked yeah. in the top five at the time. Really good fight. Awesome scrambles. Uh, then you beat Tim Elliott, fought John Dodson, went to decision with him. I think at the time, it was you, and was that, were you the only, the first person to go to decision with him? Out, uh, Tim Elliott went to decision with him. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, well, that was before the UFC. But so it's kind of insane. The the flyweights alone, where you guys were completely mishandled, mistreated within the UFC mistreatment mechanism, extra. But it, it goes to show. And until you you were saying like you were going to have to take another job, and you luckily you didn't, I guess. But also then you took a pay cut, and it was really bad. But what? what do you think it would do for the sport alone in terms of attracting, I guess, more athletes, more high-level talents, and more stuff like that? Because right now, what's the incentive?
1: The only incentive is to be, become one of the very few superstars. Right. And then you know, the, the, the uh, appeal, really, is to be able to live a lifestyle you like and eke by a living, which is... Fine. I, I, I'm, I, I'm okay doing that, but I also think we we deserve to have more power at the table.
0: And oh, one hundred percent.
1: The thing is, talking about like the UFC paying me nineteen and Dodson twenty for that fight, which was a number one contender fight. Dodson fought for the title after that, right? Uh, like we're criticizing the UFC, but no one is paying as much as the UFC, really. they right. And only in very, very. Uh, rare other circumstances will you get, like, a big offer, and usually that's because you made a name in the UFC, and now you got released, and they want to build off that name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like, did,
0: did that help you?
1: I don't know how to unravel this whole thing, because, like, I think it's, it's, at least this aspect has gotten better, like, even, like, a couple years ago, maybe, like, five or more years ago, most people I know that I would just randomly talk to didn't know the sport was called Mixed Martial Arts. They thought the sport was called UFC, <laughs> so, like, you know, that alone is, like, a huge, like, no one's going to pay attention to the other shows if right. they think sport is called UFC. So, I don't know.
0: Um, did it help you when you left the UFC? Did it help you when you were fielding other offers?
1: Um, I, I, I think so. I mean, I got more than I was before the UFC, so, yeah.
0: That's good. I, okay.
1: And I, and I had a couple organizations bidding for, for me, so it, it worked out. I, the initial offer wasn't as high as the UFC, but it got up to just higher than the UFC when I left with uh, ACB.
0: Good. First of all, good. Uh, secondly, uh, you deserve more. Third, uh, when, when it comes to the, uh, it's actually interesting. I want to ask you about the, you, you know, it's an international promotion, you have to travel there. With your coaches and with whoever, and you got a, the hotel and stuff like that. Do they have similar uh, accommodations and or amenities to the UFC for travel? Because I know the UFC pays for uh, one corner, and you get one hotel room. Anything extra you wanna, you have to get. You have to pay yeah. for on your own. Is is it the it's, same with these other promotions?
1: Yeah, this is standard. So like we talk about how like the UFC, the UFC has like all the power in their contract, but every right. contract across the board is pretty much the same. Like every promotion you sign like a decent multi flight deal with the contract is essentially the same you know mm-hmm. like as far as what leverage you have you know? mm-hmm. like they can release you they, they can release you at any time they have rights to every kind of everything that they that they film and all the footage they take and you don't get anything from any of it and there's there's sponsorship restrictions in a lot of them anything that competes with the people that are Sponsoring the actual event, you're not allowed to use, and there's a lot of conditions, and it's a like, it's across the board like that.
0: So if the UFC changes, you think it'll we'll see everywhere. Uh, everywhere else should probably change too. It's just really that's why the focus has to be on the UFC because there's a big, they're the big, the top, at the top of the food chain. So
1: yeah, hopefully, once so, they change, so there's just there's just like, uh, like people on social media, media criticize everyone. And they're like, you signed the contract. Why? You, you should be happy with the contract. You signed it. If you didn't want to do it, you didn't have to. And there's some truth to that, but there's, we have no leverage. And, and the UFC, as much as we're complaining about that, they're paying more than everyone else for the most part. Yep. Not, uh, not the most like percentage of the revenue or whatever. That's why they right. should, that's why we're holding them to the highest standard because they're the one who's making all the money. So mm-hmm. that's, why, that's why the criticism has to be directed them. But honestly, everyone is pretty well, much the
0: po- same. So but it's actually know. interesting because Bellator supposedly now, I think, does pay around 50% of their revenue to fighters, which isn't a lot. But <laughs> that's more of a function of Bellator not having that much revenue, I think. Yeah.
1: So then it's much more understandable, right? That right. That's what I'm saying. Like, we need to make MMA, like, profitable globally so we can try to – like, because if we – if we get more leverage in the UFC, mm-hmm. the UFC could just cut their roster down and then have a, essentially have the same expenditure. But everyone else has nowhere else to go. Right. I, mean, I feel like every, MMA across the globe has to be, be raised up. And, uh, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like running a promotion is not an easy job. It's, I think it's very hard to make money.
0: Do you think that um, someone asked me... This is a very casual question, so I'm, not from me. <laughs> I'm going to make this very clear. It's not my question, but my cousin asked me to ask this because um, he knew I was interviewing fighters about fighter pay. He's like, why don't fighters like get together and make their own promotion, right? <laughs> That's what he asked me to ask. So, like you said, it's very difficult to run a promotion. It's very hard to become profitable. What are some of the... Very straight, like obvious obstacles that you would see from fighters we need being able to huge, do
1: that. Huge investment. Where, where are we there getting is. all the? There
0: where it is. Are we getting the
1: money for the for all the the uh, the promotional stuff, the lighting, the, the We need a TV deal. Like, once you get a TV deal that's going to pay you a lot of money and investment, that and and you have some money to pay the to to pay the fighters and make decent offers, then you can get. Then you can get something going, but how do you get that going?
0: Does that answer your question, Sam?
1: <laughs> but the, and then there's, I mean, like, they're, they're, like, like what, like what we were talking about with one, uh, right? Like they have what from I don't I don't know all the details, but they from what it seems they have very large investment, right? But at least from what we know, they are with all that investment and bringing in and paying, they're paying some fighters pretty well. They're losing money, from what I hear, and a lot of yeah. Them. So oh yeah, it's
0: a lot. They're losing a lot of money.
1: This is what uh, I, I don't. I don't have the answers to this. This is why I was asking these questions on Twitter, <laughs> like, like, uh, like why? Why is the UFC making so much more money than everyone else? Like, is it is it like the structure of their TV deal? Uh, is it mm-hmm. is it because they're the only ones that actually sell pay per views in MMA? Because no, nobody else is gonna buy a pay per view that's not a UFC pay per view, right? So, uh, like, w- what is it that makes the UFC their profit, the most profit? I don't, I don't know the answer, but I want, I want to. Right now, it's probably the ESPN
0: kinda... deal. Right now, it's probably their ESPN deal. I mean, I know that they get paid to, to basically, they, they, they basically do not have to worry about their pay-per-view sales anymore. Like, that's how much they're getting paid. Um, pay-per-view it, sales are cherry on top, but is that
1: a lot more than the Fox deal.
0: A lot more because I think they, they. Uh, I think they inked it, like, right after Conor came back. No? Something like that? So it's the same thing when they were evaluated at $4 billion. It was, like, right after, like, Conor and everything like that. So, or during the height of it. So it, like, was overvalued. And then Endeavor quickly realized, oh, crap, they're not actually worth this much money. Um, so that was, like, a whole thing. But, uh, I mean, it's got to be name value. The UFC alone sells... Bare minimum, one hundred to hundred twenty thousand pay-per-views. Literally putting anybody on the main card well, and main event. Um,
1: and they, they. Here's the thing. Like I, I want everything to get better for the fighters, but I. Right. think The UFC deserves some credit for getting us to this point, but I just don't think they're the people who at least now are going to take us further. I'm grateful for where we got, but we need we need we have a lot to go. Oh yeah.
0: So, what do you think you? So you're okay. So pull yourself back and pull yourself back in time, I guess. What do you do differently if you're going there, or are you going in the first place? To The UFC. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're in the I mean, UFC. What? what are you doing different? With uh, regards to at least management, and then you know the the monetary aspects, as opposed to obviously changing fights and stuff that's something completely different
1: yeah I mean I, I don't I don't know what I could have done differently me personally like I got signed I, when I got signed I took the fight on 10 days notice right for the minimum contract they offer and which was
0: 10, 10. what 10-10 at the time
1: 10 and 10 which I think is the same I think it's the same now as I think as I they know. just
0: I think they just raised it to 12 12 the last card they did was about lowest was 12 12 so hoping they went up two grand each you know hopefully
1: I talked to my manager earlier today and he said he he's heard of eight and eight but uh even now but he's but uh he just got a guy signed on that card who and it was 12 and 12.
0: Oh, thank god <laughs> i was scared but, but I, I was I, like
1: I you know what the minimum is but anyway it, 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 even if it went up to 12 and 12 i signed in 2013 seven years later is ex- ex- pretty much exactly the same
0: so here's a question because this is this is something but, 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 but sorry sorry i just no, go ahead. No, you know, go ahead.
1: Uh, but i don't i don't know what i would have changed like When I, when I, when I, the fight before I signed for that 10 and 10, I made two and two. So, like, that was a huge jump up. And not the most I had made. I made a little bit more in Bellator, but.
0: Right.
1: But I built, but as you win, your contract improves and, you know. But it's also kind
0: of just, isn't it just kind of the UFC taking advantage of the fact that other promotions are paying even worse and just saying, like, look how much money you're making per fight, but not really.
1: Yeah, but but that's them being good business. Like they're offering they, they are offering pretty much the best situation that's available. But mm-hmm. it's but given what they actually make, it's not it's not what it should be. That that's the point I think we're all trying to make, you
0: know. It's the best of a bad situation, really. Yeah. And to illustrate that they pay roughly fifteen to eighteen percent of their revenue. Other major sports are paying fifty ish or more. So that is where, what he means—that's what—that's what you mean by, it's not where it should be considering what they're making. They're just not giving enough of a share of the revenue to the fighters, and it's that simple.
1: And we don't have like like we we, we sign the contract, right? But it's not a guaranteed contract. Like they can, right. they can give you one fight, you lose, and then you're it's a four fight deal. But they don't care. Like you don't, you're not guaranteed four fights. They can do whatever they want at any time mm-hmm. for any reason. It's and we're all like, please UFC. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true there's no i just said, Don't I cut me. said there's no better there's no there's nothing better right now that's that's the problem that's what we're trying to change it but i would still take the best that's available you know mm-hmm. i wouldn't not take it just to spite them because i would still be hurting myself because i wouldn't be right. like, getting better
0: what about your th- what are your thoughts on the show win in general i was speaking with gray and speaking with other people, and they kind of were, like, all... They all agreed, like, you know, show win is kind of stupid because you're basically, like, you're talking about half your paycheck going down the tube if you lose, and it could be two asshole judges who just screw you out of half your paycheck. But then there was also, like, also there's the thought of literally doubling your paycheck as opposed to maybe a little bit less of a show, but it's guaranteed money.
1: Yeah. Um, so when when I did leave the UFC... Uh, and I was negotiating with a couple of different shows. Verizon was a show I was negotiating with. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is their standard way of uh, structuring their pay, but I thought it was a much better system. So they were offering me a higher flat rate than most of the other shows, but not a win bonus and not, not a 50-50 split. They were offering maybe like a 20 to 30% extra chunk for a finish. So, uh-huh. so it's, a, it's a little bit higher flat rate and then a finish bonus. So, like, if I go for the finish and I lose, I don't lose any money. I'm, I have the incentive not to win, to, to finish. Which would, I think, is, is a smart way to structure it, you know? Like, if you want me to take, if I'm winning the fight and you want me to risk a finish, but I lose and I lose 50% of my money, I'm not sure how much that's worth, how much it's worth it. But if it's just the finish bonus and I lose nothing, if I get knocked out, I make the same. Or if I knock them out, I make more. The incentive is structured a little different. You know, I think I think that's a smarter way to do it.
0: Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Like you're talking they're, – they're, they're, right now I know that the UFC is doing a smaller cage to try and encourage more like action, I guess. Uh, but, you know, what else would in, – what incentivizes finishes if not literally paying you more to get a finish rather than paying you more to win, which incentivizes you to win at any cost? <laughs>
1: this is a little side sidebar. I uh I went to corner some friends in like a local show in New Jersey a couple years ago. And we walk into the the venue and it is the smallest cage I've ever seen. I can't believe it. It's like like if both guys put their feet on the cage and laid down, their heads would be touching each other. It was like Jesus. I couldn't believe it. And I was like, I was like, how small? I asked the promoter when we were backstage, I was like, I was like, how sm- how small is that cage out there? He's like, as small as they'll legally allow me to do to make it. And I'm like Holy shit. awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're just fighting in a phone booth. Yeah. Did it lead to a shitload of finishes? Or was it was just like or uh, the Randy Couture specials with when tons I, of cage swelling?
1: When I was telling my my guy, I'm like, listen, there's gonna be no like keeping your distance. Like as soon as you anyone throws, you're clinched. And if you take one <laughs> step back, you're against the cage, just like. <laughs> like, forget any kind of idea about moving around. It's just not gonna be there.
0: <laughs> I just hope. I, w- I really hope this happened. Like somebody took a swing, they ducked, and they accidentally just punched the cage wall because there was no room, or something like that. That would have been pure <laughs> comedy. Um. Sorry. Sorry for the sidebar. No, I love that. That's great. <laughs> uh, um, I mean. Other, other than, you know, you've had your personal experiences. We've talked about, like, kind of general things. Uh, are there any... Is that what advice, if you have any, would you give to fighters, I guess, going into this? Because, like you said, you personally weren't the type of guy to go and hustle like Elias. You're definitely not a trash talker. I know you. Uh, what, what can you do, I guess, to kind of, like, make sure you're secure as best as possible, other than literally working a second job? <laughs>
1: uh I mean, first the advice is don't do it for money you don't don't do this game for money. the chances of you like making a lot of money is very low especially if you're a little guy <laughs> uh, but if you want to promote yourself and get out there like I think that can help you know if like, you get a big following on social media you can make money just just off of that and you use your platform as a fighter to Use your platform as a fighter to do your real job of being a social media
0: professional or whatever. Right.
1: In- influencer.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I think Elias needs to add that to his Twitter bio. Yeah. Influencer.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I
0: don't know. Uh, basically, don't do this for money. Do it because you love it and pray to God that you do and that you make some money um well any uh before i i think we kind of would do you have any more sean shelby specific stories that you want to share that like just where you're just like whoa or those were really the only two instances
1: yeah that was it like you know okay here's here's something i might try uh if 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 i got back in the ufc what i might try to do more is cultivate more personal relationships with like sean and some of the other people in charge, uh, yeah. Dana and them. Because I pretty much, like, I didn't really interact with them mu- much. Like, only here at events, it's, like, small talk. Like, we had no real relationship, you know. It was always through my manager, you know, which is what I prefer. I, like, I don't really want to make all those calls and do that. Like, I want to train and fight, and uh, my manager takes care of, like, my fight shorts and... And like hustling for sponsors and getting well for Reebok days, getting like the banner made, getting my shorts printed, getting the shirts, everything, like the core all the everything for the core. Like I don't wanna be dealing with that. I'm cutting weight and training for a top ten guy in the world. Like I I wanna deal with that. Yeah. So maybe cultivating more personal relationships with those guys would have been would have been a good thing. But again, I mean like that's not what I was in it for it just maybe could have maybe could help a little bit i don't know
0: kiss just a little bit more ass basically yeah basically <laughs> well I, we I'm love you saying,
1: i'm not saying kiss their ass i'm just saying like right just just like don't be afraid to be like be their friend if you can although right they there's a good chance they might put you right in your place <laughs> <laughs> Fucking friend, I'm your
0: fucking boss. Get the fuck out here. <laughs> Shit, that would make that 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 would make it worse because then you're on the your, on the radar for all the wrong reasons too. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you for uh, you know coming on, talking about your experiences and talking about this really important issue because you all deserve to get paid properly. So, uh, any Anything you want to obviously shout out before you go, but um, make sure you follow Zach at, at, on Twitter at Zach Funsize, Z A C H uh, Funsize. Do you have an Instagram, by the way? Yeah. Also, uh, follow him on Instagram.
1: Zach underscore underscore Makovsky.
0: Um, any any sponsors you might want to shout out, by the way? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, Sorry. I
1: think I think uh, I'm fighting with uh, Brave. Combat Federation now and I think they're gonna start they're gonna be starting shows soon and I think they're doing a flyweight tournament for the title Mm -hmm. and I am gonna be part of it. So I think hopefully maybe end of August I'm looking to get back in there. So I'll be trying to ramp up training for that. So awesome. Support Brave. I've only had one fight with Brave, but so far they seem to have like their hearts in the right place as a promotion. They 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 treated the fighters extremely well. Again, I've been with them one fight. I've had great experiences with one fight with a lot of promotions. But they I, I was really I was really happy with my experience with them. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Well, Contracts are the same,
0: though. Well, I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye out for your next fight. I know that. The fight site crew is behind you 100%. Uh, everyone, make sure that you go and show some support. Follow him on Instagram. Follow him on Twitter. Send him some love. Uh... When the interview drops, make sure you retweet it and send it out. Make sure we get to keep the attention on this issue. Uh, Obviously, we got to thank the people who are really fighting the good fight. People like Leslie Smith with Project Spearhead. People like, uh, you know, I know John Fitch is out there talking a lot about this. And Gray Maynard has, you know, graciously come on and talked with us too. And he is doing the rounds, making sure this is as well-known an issue as possible. Uh, Another fight side friend, Curtis Blades... While in the UFC and a number three ranked heavyweight is just like, yeah, I'm gonna say whatever the fuck I want, <laughs> and I love it. So you know, hopefully more people follow suit. Um, everyone, make sure you check out the fightsite.com. Make sure you check out the articles. Check us out on Patreon. Support us if you can. Hyperbrandfly.com. Make sure you click the link at the bottom of the fight site or any links we post on Twitter. Gets us. Uh, it really does help us out. YouTube. Make sure you like, subscribe, leave a comment. Share it with your friends, and Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify are the podcasts. So make sure you check us out there. Leave us a five-star rating; really does help. Zach, pleasure as always. Thank you so much. If, uh, if, you,
1: if you guys love MMA, support the fighters who are putting their hearts and soul into this. And look, I, I'm not going to benefit from from pushing for this, but I want the next generation to be better off than we than we were, and I want the sport to get better. Like I said, on a global scale, I want more MMA to be profitable. And then things can start to change and become, I think, I think a lot better for everyone. There will just be more money available for everyone to make. So uh, so support the fighters. They're the ones who are really putting it on the line and really uh, uh, not, not getting what they're worth right now. So,
0: Honestly, I couldn't think of a better way of putting it. That was a really good, succinct way of explaining. It's better for you if the fighters are doing better. Because then you guys can put more into it and aren't worrying about your futures and forget your futures. You're worrying about your present. So uh, support the fighters getting more pay because you'll, you'll benefit too. If, 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 if you have to have the selfish way of looking at it, support fighters getting paid more so that you can enjoy more fights and better fights. Okay. <laughs> That's, it. That's the, the selfish view. Uh, Zach, thanks again, dude. Really awesome.
1: My pleasure, man. Anytime.